Rabbis, I will share with you a shtikl machshav on the parasha because it's uh, Shabbos off. The this parasha deals with the leidas Moshe Rabbeinu. So I want to talk a little bit on what's unique about leidas Moshe Rabbeinu. Several nakudas. Nakuda number one. It seems that Min Shemayim they made that Moshe Rabbeinu's leidas should be lemalam and atavah. That means unlike the Mois, the Mois were chorus. Right? But by the Mois, they were, they were, they were our chorus to begin with. They were our chorus. And the Abishta, Vayiftachas Rachmam, the Abishta through Tfilah opened up the Rechem. Moshe Rabbeinu, we don't find the Indian of Tfilah, number one. Number two, Yechevet was not an Akar. She was Taka, old lady. But three years before, she had a baby. So she wasn't such a. She, she was still in the, she was still in the, it's almost like she became not ready to give birth before Moshe Rabbeinu had to come into the world. Because Moshe Rabbeinu had, was, was only three years younger. So you're talking about, but yet Chazal tells him that during those couple of years, Yechevet's body turned into an old lady. She wasn't able to have children. And then it was Chazal. So the Gansa Leidus Moshe Rabbeinu was orchestrated mit Shemayim that it should be Lamalam and Atev. Would have been very tivious, Dick. Would have been very natural for Yechevet to remain for another three years to be able to have a baby. But no, it, it, it reversed itself and then it came back. That's number one. Number two, the Gemara in Saita says, Apeladikazach, which to Maral, mit Pragazoyimiran. The Gemara says that Yocheved, when she gave birth to Moshe, she had no Chevlei Leida. She had no, she didn't go through the whole labor challenge so they went without the Piske de Chave. We don't even find that on the Mois. No Piske de Chave by, by Miriam. She just, by, by Yocheved. She just gave birth to Moshe. So the Gemara in Saita. So the Maral asks the question. And the Maral doesn't really answer why you have it. He just says, Tzadikas. And he explains in a very Maral often why a Tzadik theoretically doesn't have to go through the pain of, of Piska de Chava. Or Tzadikas. He says, because really a person is the ultimate Shlemus. That's the way Hashem created the human being. And the way Hashem created the human being, there'd be no need. Everything would be just Muslim. And therefore, Piska de Chava reflects what's lacking in the person. It says, who's wholesome. So that's the natural. It's, it's a natural thing. So basically, he's explaining this was natural. The obvious question is, so why Dafka by heaven? There are many tzaddikim v'tzidkonias. So you have to say there was some kind of shlemus here that wasn't by anybody else. It's a very big chiddush to morale. But that's the direction that the morale goes to answer this question. But again, that's nochamol. It's another, another place, another indication in the Torah where Moshe Rabbeinu epises lamalam even, even before he's born. 
Then, after Moshe Rabbeinu was born, there were so many different ways for him to be able to be Nitzel. But Moshe Rabbeinu's Hatzola was in the biggest nest. To me, it's a bigger nest than Chris Yamsef. It's a bigger nest than Chris Yamsef. The Abish to orchestrates that the Ari himself, the lion, Pari, who mamish, who bathed in the blood of Yiddish Kindel, a murderer, a Nazi, he brings up Moshe Rabbeinu. He brings up Moshe Rabbeinu. Imagine, imagine the Godwador was brought up by Hitler, Yamachshima. <laughs> we don't focus enough on, this, on, the, on the irony, on the irony of what's going on here. And then he stays in the palace and, 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 and they had the famous Maisa where they, they tested him and the Malach came and moved his hand, whatever. The Gansa Maisa, Mereshe Vad Gemira. It's Mama Shapella. It's Pella. And Vice the Chois, that the Rabbanishon keeps on showing us that Moshe Rabbeinu is basically overcomes all odds. We throw as many odds as we can against Moshe Rabbeinu and he overcomes all odds. What is the lesson to be had here? We know normally HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mafchis benes. The Rabbanishon tries to minimize miracles. Here, everything and then Moshe Rabbeinu was left, Taka, from being in the palace. He's left with an impediment, a stutter, because of what happened there with, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the Neis. And Vais the Choysim Ramban, and I brought down this Meister from Revol Yashiv, it's a big Kiddush from Revol Yashiv, that somebody, the story goes that a post-war, somebody who survived, a Holocaust survivor, who survived the Holocaust, by jumping off the train, one of these crazy stories, there were a couple of them, and he was left with partial paralysis in his arm, broke his arm, and it never really properly aligned. He was left with some level of paralysis in the arm. He didn't have full use of the arm. And when he came to Eretz Yisrael, they were able to do a surgery to help him out, and he and his wife got into a dispute. He said, I don't want to, I don't want to fix my arm because I want to remember what the Rebbeinah the miracle that I had. Like this, every day I remember the miracle. I have, I, have, I, have a living, I have a living testament to the miracle. I don't want to do it. And he and his wife got into this, this dispute and they went to Revel Yashiv. And Revel Yashiv's a foul, paskint, that, and this was when Revel Yashiv was younger, wasn't yet the the known Gaglador, he passed in that they shouldn't do the surgery. The husband doesn't want, he would have said don't do surgery. But the husband didn't want to do. He said he could follow his, his instinct. Which anyway, a choyla has a daya that they have a daya, an awacha. But Rav Yashiv said that if you look in the Ramban, the Ramban says that Moshe Rabbeinu Davin, that his impediment should remain. And even by Matan Torah, where all the all the Chayla Yisrael got cured. All the Chayla Yisrael got cured. Moshe Rabbeinu Davin, that he should remain, so he should remember the Nes. So Yashiv said, you have a mocker. You have a source. To, your feelings have a source. That's what Yashiv said. 
There's no shadow of Yashu would have never passed in this way if the person themselves didn't want that. He wouldn't say, oh, there's a Ramban. That's not the way we pass in Shilas. But the person, this is what they wanted. Well, Yashav said, it's, you have a right. And he said, you should know. You have a good, you have a, you have a good thought. But I, what I found astounding from the Ramban is that there's nobody who needed a Koyach Adibor more than Moshe Rabbeinu. Every Magad Shir knows the most valuable thing to them is their voice. Right? Hashem, for years I haven't had really chronic voice issues. But I'm sure that only remembers years ago, used to be every Monday and Thursday I had chronic voices. It's the biggest Nisayan. If I'm sick, I'm able to come to Yeshiva. I come to Yeshiva with 105 too sometimes. I, I, I'm, Baruch Hashem, I, I, can, I can deal with that. But no voice. I do this. Nothing, nothing comes out. And sometimes the doctor says, okay, you know, Rabbi Rudinsky, you can't talk for a couple of days. I try for a day. I, I can't. I can't not give shir. <laughs> you know, I can't. Right? Even though I'm supposed to not. It's like a challenge. You know, basically, I don't know what's the gate to her. What's the I can't. It's all confusing. But you just feel like you just have to give shir. Moish Rabbeinu, Rabban Shul Yisrael, Rablazer Silber, one of his famous ideas when he came to America, and he used to see how they used to inter- interview rabbis. You have to realize. Today it's also everybody's Hamaratzim. But you can imagine then. Today everybody's a yeshiva graduate. They, they at least they heard of They heard above a comma. Right? <laughs> they, they heard above a comma. Today with Afyemi Baruch Hashem, they, they, very likely they went through above a comma. Maybe a couple times yet. But those days you're talking about Yidin, Wamamish, Tehillim Yidin. Knew nothing. And a Rav would come from Europe, or Moshe Feinstein, or Yankov Kamenetsky. And they would interview him. It's, it's, like, it's like a circus. What are you interviewing? You know, you're interviewing your Moshe. You're interviewing your Biankiv. What, what, what are you doing? What, what, it, 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 it's comical. It's comical. In Europe, there used to be Russia, Kehillah. They, they were learned people. And they were learned people in the city. And there'd be a, a process of hiring a Rav. But in America, it, it was a circus. So Blazer Silver once told a Rav, who, who, one of the Gedolim, who interviewed for a job, and a bunch of clowns asked him to speak. So you can imagine somebody of Ramosha's stature, it wasn't Ramosha, Ramosha's stature gets up, he speaks. And after the draw, they go, I don't really like the speech so much. They didn't hire. So the person, this goggle, was bemoaning to a blaze of silver that he didn't get a job, and the, pe- and, and, and the people that didn't hire him, he didn't feel were very qualified not, not to hire him. And Blazer Silber said, don't feel bad. Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't get a job in America. He wasn't a good speaker. He's a kvad bear. Don't feel so bad. <laughs> Moshe couldn't. But you should know, Rebbe Silber's observation is a drosh Saran. The Rantak asks, the drosh Saran. how can Moshe Rabbeinu not have a, not have a kachadimu? And he gives a whole holistic time the drosh Saran. Why maybe Moshe Dafka didn't have a kachadimu? But it's, it's, it's unbelievable Kiddush. But the Ramban is telling us that Moshe Rabbein was the one who needed his mouth the most. A Novi, the word Novi comes from Nivs Fasayim. The word Novi comes from moving your lips. That's a Novi's job. Reb Chaim Brisk explains what's the difference between Nevi'im and Ksuvim. What we call Nevi'im and what we call Ksuvim. It's all part of Tanakh, right? So Chaim Brisk says that a Novi 
supposed to give over the Nevuah B'dibu. And the Ksuvim, the Navi, is supposed to give it Mitoch HaKzav. So the whole concept of a Navi is communication. Right? Communication. Orally communicating. That's, that's what a Navi is. Moshe Rabbeinu was Avanavim. He should be the Spitz communicator. The ultimate communicator. And he has a Kfat Peh. And he has ability to get cured. And he davens that he shouldn't get cured. Lahavdul elef alfei avdolos. Bein akredeshu bein achol bein atom bein ator. Imagine you have an unbelievable, unbelievable football player. He's a football champion. He never has a limp. It's not a great thing to have if you're a football player. He has a limp. But even with his limp, he manages. He's still a champion. He's still a champion. And he has a simple way to fix his impediment. He doubts that he shouldn't get cured. You're a football player. You can, you can get your feet back. What are you doing? No, no, I'll stay in my wheelchair, wheel myself around and try to make a, you know. What's this there? What are you doing? What's this there? You see what they do to today? They're, they're on steroids. They, they artificially exaggerate their skills, which is, under, I understand it's harder. But here, the Abish is curing everybody. Moshe, da, Moshe, who needs a Koyach but more than anybody, Davins that it shouldn't be cured. Why? To exaggerate the miracle that he had. So you see, all I'm saying is, that underscores how important it is for us to understand that Moshe was epis this lamalam and hatev. Moshe was epis something chutz And ultimately, Sefer Dvorim, Moshe doesn't end until he, his last communication with Klai Yisrael is he talks straight to us without even the Shechina. Which means, the, the Vilna Gaon explains the difference between, right, it's late, we'll have to finish, the difference between the first four Svarim, right? Bereish Yishmo Yisvayikron Bamidbar, Shechino Medaberos Mitachrone. That's what the Vilna Gaon says. The Dubin Magad brings this from the Vilna Gaon. And Dvorim, because the Gemara says, Mishnah Torah Moshe Mipi Atzma Yomar. Chas V'Sholom. What do you think? Mishnah Torah is Moshe Obeinu's Machshavos? Of course not. It's the, it's the same thing. So the Gaon explains that the first four Svarim, Shechino Medaberes Mitoyek Roinoi. The Shechino came out. Shechino came out. By Dvorim, he says he was coil at the Dibu. He absorbed what Hashem said and he said it. Naturally. It explains why the Medrash, the Medrash Tan Chumet, and Sefer Dvorim says, Klai Yisrael, Eilah Dvorim Asher Dibar Moshe. It also makes sense, Asher Dibar Moshe. Klai Yisrael said, what's going on? You told us you're a Kfat Peh. You told us you have, now you're talking. So the Kasha and the Medrash is, why are you waking up in Dvorim? Shmois, now you're waking up. Teretz is still now, Shechinim in Abbas, they didn't have a Kasha. But now, Sefer Dvorim, you're talking on your own. What's going on? But what do we have to understand? But why did Moshe make that the final lesson to Klal Yisrael 
He's talking on his own. Now we're making the miracle even bigger. So I think Rabbi Isai, the point and the lesson could all lie also in a question that Rabbi Yankif Zatzal asked, why when Moshe Rabbeinu was born, it doesn't give us any of his history. You know, most people who come from a Choshevah, Rebbe family, they have what you call a Yichas, Shtar Yichas, where it shows, you know, this, that some, some Rebbe's had Tul Davra Melech. I'm not telling you that that was a 100% reliable. It's a Rebbe Shemaiseh. But they, 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 they sort of linked themselves to Dovid HaMelech. They were Rebbes who linked themselves to Dovid HaMelech. Right. A Litvak tries his best to get some out to the Vilna Goyen, and that's, that's enough. If he gets to the Vilna Goyen, that's enough. I once had a brisker Rebbe. He used to comment this year and go, I heard this from my Rebbe Rebel. Well, Rebel heard from Briskerov. And Briskerov from Abchayim, Abchayim, Beisalevi, Beisalevi, Abchayim, 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 and then he went, and the villa go in from Moshe Rabbeinu. That was the way he started here. So he thought that that would stop us from arguing. But I told him, I don't care if you shlich Moshe Rabbeinu. If we don't hear the svar, we're going to argue. <laughs> you know, we're going to argue. We're going we're to argue with the svar. But that's the way. He, that's the way he would start here sometimes. Lemaisa, you try to be miyachas yourself. Moshe Rabbeinu was a son. Of the two Gedolei Ador, Amram, Amram the Gemara says, Godla Ador Hoya, Yechavet. What does the Pesach say? Vayelech Hishmi Beis Levi, Kalpas Levi, like nothing. As though Moshe Rabbeinu was, was born from, from nowhere. So Yankov, that's how always used to say, and I think they printed this in Emes Yankov, he always used to say, it's Dafka that way, that we don't believe like the Goyim, that is this, you know, the, Godly delivery from other places. That's all Sheker, Vachazov. And we, Dafka, say, the Torah stressing that idea. But I was thinking perhaps that there's another message, and that would explain everything. Chazal teaches in this parasha. The reason why Klaus was, 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 was Nigal from Mitzrayim. What schus did they have? That they didn't change their clothing, their names, right? Or their language. So the obvious question is, what's the big deal? Those are all externalities. Why is that a mila? They didn't change their clothing. They didn't change their names. They didn't change their language. That's a mila. What's the mila? I don't know, but the Gemara says, Toyche Kibari is better. Be real. We're faking themselves, walking around with a strimal, a memtashari tumah. What's going on here? What's, why is that a mila? But that's why we redeem Moshim Shmuel Moshenim Abushim. So I always said, obviously this has to reflect something else. Shmuel Moshenim Abushim is something else. There's a different mila. What's the mila? So I'll tell you what Moshe Rabbeinu. Why I think the lesson of Moshe Rabbeinu is. The lesson of Moshe Rabbeinu is Moshe Rabbeinu was not born in order for him to do anything for himself. Moshe Rabbeinu was unlike anybody else. Moshe Rabbeinu was born from a union that the whole purpose was to save Klai Yisrael. 
Imagine you go to a chasana, and instead of saying you should be zeicher to build a bais number Yisrael, you should be zeicher to be goyel klal Yisrael. That was Moshe Rabbeinu. When Amram went, and he took Yechevet again the second time, there was only one purpose in that marriage. The purpose of that marriage was to be goyel klal Yisrael. Miriam sat in I see the image tell Yisrael. And Amram, even though he made the Gzeira that they shouldn't be married at that time because of the danger, Amram went and took Yechevet back for one reason. That was the only reason why that union happened. So Moshe was born from uh, seeds that were planted with zero selfishness. Only Shetoilet Mashin Shal Yisrael. Where do you find such a thing? That was the whole purpose of the union. I don't know what Amun and Yochebet spoke about the first time when they were dating, when they were younger and they got married the first time. Then could be they spoke about Koyal and where you want to live and Eretz Yisrael and prison, whatever. But the second time around, on the date, they spoke about being Goyal Klal Yisrael. That was the whole Shittach. There was nothing else. That was the purpose. So Moshe was born from completely selfless purposes. That was Moshe Rabbeinu. That's how he was born. That's why the Torah doesn't even tell us the name. A name means it's you. Your name identifies you. Amram. When Amram married Yechevet this time, this Vayikach, was only to save Christ. Amram was... Not here. Amram didn't exist. Yechevet didn't exist. From there, the baby was born. From there, Moshe Rabbeinu was born. If you're doing something without any zikh, that's Lamalam For that, the Abish to change his mind, Sibrechus feel. If the only reason, that's why the Abish to put in all the, every possible mania, Moshe. Moshe passed every single test of nature, including being brought up by Parai. Parai, who made this whole Xera, he's bringing the kid up. Ah, ironic. He's getting Moshe Abenu's vaccinations. I don't think he was anti vax. Yeah? Parai! Is getting my shit so he smile. He's ordering his, he takes care of his pediatrician. He's sitting there in a bathtub with Yiddish blood, but he's making sure that Moshe Benu gets his well visits because this was a union that was only for Klaus. Something that's selfless, nothing could, nothing could get in its way. Oilam chesed yibani. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu insisted that he should remain with the Kvatpeh. So he's always a living testament that nothing will stand in the way when you're doing something for Yenna. Nothing will stand in the way if you're doing for Yenna. If you're only doing for Yenna, nothing is going to get in your way. When Klai saw him, it's right. And they were avodim. And it could be that, again, that's why Yechever didn't have Piske de Chava. That answers all the kashas. When, when, when Klai saw one Mitzrayim, they were meant to Shari Tumim. They didn't have much Yiddishkeit. 
They didn't even really have a language. It's not even clear what it means they didn't change the language. The whole tumult. Some old, it wasn't even Loshan HaKadosh yet. Right? What does it even mean they didn't change the language? They had some kind of uh, Loshan Ivri that they spoke. It wasn't that had Kedusha. Kedusha. They didn't change their clothing, what they had, Bekiches. Lavdafka, they had Bekiches. They had the clothing that they wore in Eretz Canaan. Different clothing. Different than the Mitzriah. Different style clothing. It wasn't these of clothing. And their names. What, what was so special? What was special was simple. Every single Jew in Mitzrayim, as an individual, had a simple ability to just absorb into the country. Why should I be a slave? I don't know if the island properly appreciates this. Why should I be a slave? Let me absorb in the country. I'll get a name, Muhammad. Right? I'll put on a kafir. And I'll be an Arab. Why, why be an Ivory? Be a Mitzri for the same money. And, and you'll get rid of your Avdus. You'll get rid of everything. Well, you think the Jews couldn't absorb? Not only that, Pari would probably be very happy with that. His whole problem was that as long as they, they were going, Mitoch Goy, the Olam and Oretz, who knows, this, these people will come up against us if they would have been proper immigrants. Like Trump says, talk the language, become part of the Hebrew here. I don't want people walking around talking Spanish. I'm not saying I'm masking, I'm just saying. I want you want to be an American, be an American. Right? If Pari would have been happy with that. And the truth is, to each Jew as an individual, that would have been the easiest thing to do. They already meant the Sharitume. If you meant the Sharitume, so put on a put on a kafir also. How much more tumor are you going to get from putting on a kafir? With a, it even has a gatl on top. Right? What's the problem? Terence says, every yid said, I can't do it to Klal Yisrael. I'm part of this nation. I can't forsake my nation. I can't forsake my nation. I, fors- I forsook a lot, of what, a lot of what I should be doing that I got from Avrom Yitzhak and Yankiv. But I can't forsake my nation. The Mela Claudius were mechuber to each other. There was a, a tremendous selfless effect that you could feel from that. And the Mela, for that reason, they were nigal. For that reason, they were nigal. Because they, they shtikal had the midah of Moshe Rabbeinu. They, they, they were able to connect magnetically to Moshe Rabbeinu, whose whole existence was for Claudius. That's what we had. It could be that's why Korban Sibur. Korban Pesach, which really should be a Korban Yochid. Anybody who saved is high to bring a Korban Toida. What's the difference between a Korban Toida and a Korban Pesach? Korban Toida is a Korban Yochid. Korban Pesach is Baba Knufia. You're supposed to bring it with others. It's like, a, it's even though you have to eat it, that's why you can't have, otherwise we'd have one Korban Pesach with God's Kali Yisrael. You have to eat it. But it's still Baba Knufia. It's, called, it's considered a carbon seed. Why? Because the whole gu'ula was that we weren't yechidim. We, we connected to the midah of Moshe Rabbeinu. And because we connected to the midah of Moshe Rabbeinu, we were able to be nigal. Menal Shlita, this also explains the enemy of and the Gdusha's Levi. Why in Mitzrayim, whatever inflicted the Jews didn't inflict us because we were biyachat. So long that we were, that was our saving grace. We're one. That we had. 
That we had. So long that we had that. That's the Musahaskal of this parish. A person has to know, as much as you're doing for Yena, nothing will stand in your way. Once you start focusing on yourself, then, then all the obstacles are there. But so long that, that your mission is for Yena, nothing will be able to stop you. We should all be take to be my self, to be Talmud of Moshe Rabbeinu, to all the brachas.